consider TripInsurance.com to cover your next cruise investment. Buy direct from the leading insurers and save up to 40% or more on comparable plans from the other sites. Get a quote today and save from TripInsurance.com. Okay, stand by. Broadcasting from the Cruise Radio Studios in Jacksonville, Florida, this is Cruise Radio. Hey, Matt Basford. This week, Doug is down in Fort Lauderdale at Resolve Marine Group's Maritime Training Facility. He'll be joined by Bud Dar, Vice President of Technical and Regulatory Affairs for CLIA, which is the Cruise Lines International Association, asking him about the ongoing cruise industry operational safety review. He'll also be speaking to the CEO of the Maritime Training Facility, Joe Farrell, and how cruise lines are utilizing it. Later on in the program, we'll talk to Vicky Garcia, VP of Cruise Planners, American Express, to find out if consumer confidence is still up post Costa Concordia. But first, Stuart here on the Cruise Guys here. Hello, Stuart. Hey, Matt. Carnival Cruise Line had a couple of changes this past week. The first one is they changed their loyalty program from a per-cruise basis to a point system. Break that down for us. Well, what they actually did is they took it from, uh, they, they created, not, it's not just the amount of cruises you've taken, but how many days you've sailed with them. So they have uh, various tiers with what they're calling their VIFP club, which is their very important fun uh, person uh, program. Mm-hmm. So uh, what they're going to do is, you know, you're in the red zone if you're uh, you know between two and 24 days sailed with them. Uh, you hit gold 25 to 74 days, platinum 75 to 199 days, and uh, the Get a Life Club uh, diamond at 200 plus days. And they have you know various perks that that come along with this. You know keepsakes, pins, priority uh, embarkation and uh, debarkation, priority uh, access to their tender service when uh, you know the ships are utilizing their tenders. You have dining. Uh, benefits uh, as far as getting yourself guaranteed in in the main dining room and specialty restaurants and you know some of the interesting things you know they offer complimentary wash and fold laundry service so that that'll certainly make a big difference to many people who are going on longer cruises let's say to Europe and you want to pack about seven days worth of clothes and have them do your laundry and you know you're you're you got enough clothes for the next five days you didn't have to pack too much. Is this point system in line with what the other cruise lines are doing? Well, Royal Caribbean actually changed their system where they're they're basing the the levels on days sailed, not amount of cruises that you've taken. Because some people, t- you know, take longer cruises and believe they should be entitled to more benefits. It's not it's the quantity quality equation here. And, you know, it, there, there's a lot of people who've, who've cruised a lot, but they've done a lot of the three- and four-day cruises. They're getting uh, credits. They have some kind of a formula to um, elaborate uh, the days to uh, an equal and, and fair number. But going forward, you know, they're, they're going to reward the people that are cruising the most, which, you know, it, makes, it does make a lot of sense. They also recently increased their steakhouse surcharge by 17, about about 17%. What's the reason in the new price to dine? Well, the, the price went from 30 to $35 per person, which is still less than what Royal Caribbean charges at $40 per person and, and celebrity cruises. And, you know, this, it's just, I guess the costs have gone up. Uh, they want to increase, uh, you know, the money. You know, you can't really call them surcharges. You know, surcharge was, you know, $15, $20, I don't think, uh, Thirty-five dollars can you know be considered a surcharge, and you know, family of four, you're talking hundred and forty dollars. So it's uh, by no means is it uh, is it inexpensive. 
and uh, you know, but it does provide an alternative dining uh, experience. And if you don't want to uh, take advantage of that option, you still have the dining room and a myriad of other op- opportunities to uh, eat until the lights go out. <laughs> <laughs> The Port of Charleston is finally going to see its day in court over the environmentalists who don't want cruise ships. What's the latest? Well, you know, the, the environmentalists are, you know, which is a, a small group. They're fighting uh, to, one, probably more, more contain, but, you know, maybe chase out uh, the only operator that has uh, been cruising year-round from Charleston, uh, which is Carnival Cruise Lines. And, you know, it's, I think they're just making uh, a lot of noise. Uh, you know, Carnival has certainly been very respectful of, of the environment and, uh, you know, brings in a great deal of, of tourist dollars. And, you know, as Mobile, uh, Alabama, for example, found out, uh, it, it could leave uh, quite a hole in the pocketbook uh, without, without the cruise lines there that uh, are bringing in millions of dollars and generating thousands of jobs. All right. Last week in Venice, the boycotters were picketing when MSC Cruises came in with their new MSC Divina. Do you think they'll ever stamp out cruise ships or maybe even compromise as a tender operation port? Well, they, they can't do tenders, Matt, because the, these ships are too big, and they they can't they can't tender, you know, two three you know three four you know thousand passengers right. uh, at a time to and from the ships. Gotcha. But they, what some of them are trying to do is instead of the grand entrance, which you know you go by the beach, you go by a you know small little airfield. You go right into, you know, right past uh, uh, St. Mark's Square and right to the cruise ship terminal. And i got to tell you, I did it a few weeks ago on Oceana's brand-new Riviera, and it is a spectacular sight. And it's, it's a sight not only from the ship to shore, but it's a fantastic sight from shore to, you know, over to the ships. And there, there was, there's no wakes. They're so far away from the... The uh, you know the the embankment that uh, the Vaporettos are actually creating more of a wake than than the cruise ships. The lines are are very respectful of 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 the environment, and it would be an absolute loss. It'd be a travesty to have the cruise lines come from the uh, Southern Lagoon and have to you know come up the you know come up uh, on another route where they would have they would not be able to pass you know the heart of Venice. It's it's a wonderful sight, and I. You know, let, let's see, let's see the environmental environmental studies, but uh, I, I think this is just uh, another uh, rogue group that uh, unfortunately are just acting like Norwegians. <laughs> There's been a lot of European cruise deals this past week. Have they ever been this low? Oh, absolutely. They've, in fact, they've been lower. And right now, what we're seeing is just continued weakness in the European market from the European-based passengers. So the cruise lines are having to be more aggressive by essentially subsidizing the airfares and lowering the cruise pricing in order to entice more last-minute bookings from North America, specifically from the United States, which is actually having an impact where you know, more, more Americans are going on cruises to Europe this summer because of the turmoil, the economic turmoil in the Eurozone. So you know, they have to make it up some way, but no, the, Europe is, is very cyclical. And, you know, some years are better than others, but this year, specifically speaking, because of the, the economic uh, situation going on in Euro with, with Spain and with Greece, there, there's just a lot of uh, Spaniards and, and, and Greek, you know, uh, citizens that are just not taking as many vacations as uh, anticipated. A lot of ships with a lot of beds to fill, 
and the Lions are going to do what they have to do, but they're, they're going to sail out full. Oh, cannot wait to see you on the breeze. It's going to be an amazing experience. It's an awesome summer to go to Europe. So we'll see you, and uh, safe travels. This is Cruise Radio. For over 42 years, Park West Gallery has introduced over 1.3 million people to fine art. Here's what actual customers are saying. I've been collecting with Park West five, six years now. Six years. Nine years. Ten years. Everybody we meet at Park West makes you feel comfortable. You're part of their family. It is an exciting and fun experience. It is enjoyable, uplifting. Park West has been so kind to us. Park West makes us excited to spend money on art. To find out more about Park West Gallery, visit parkwestgallery.com or go to cruiseradio.net and click on the Park West Gallery icon. It's not just a good idea to have travel insurance during the winter months or hurricane season. Every travel agent or travel expert we talk to says it is a very smart idea to always travel with travel insurance. That's why you should check the folks out at TripInsurance.com. They have exclusive products from the leading travel insurers that you won't find anywhere else. Yeah, they are the low-cost leader in travel insurance with savings up to 40% or more when you compare similar coverage from other sources. What plan do you want to go with? Good, better, or best? They have coverage in all three categories that make it easy to find the right insurance plan for your budget. You know what defines great customer service? Actually being able to talk to a human being. And they do that at TripInsurance.com. They are committed to great customer service with 24-7 telephone support before, during, and after your trip. You can also file claims online right on their website. And they keep you posted of any travel alerts that could affect your travels or safety at your destination. Check them out right now. TripInsurance.com. Each episode, we give you Porthole Cruise Magazine's Pick of the Week. This week, Porthole Cruise Magazine spotlights Belize's annual Lobster Fest. Every year, this block party beach celebration features games, raffles, and live music, not to mention heaping platters of fresh lobster. This is an event where guests can relax, free to enjoy the laid-back feast in their bathing suits and flip-flops. As the festival has become more popular over the years, the party has expanded to last all week long, spreading to a host of local taverns across the city. This summer, three different lobster festivals will be held in San Pedro, Palencia, and Kay Calker, all during the month of June. For dates and info, go to TravelBelize.org slash events slash lobster dash fest. All right, let's check in with Doug down in Fort Lauderdale at Resolve Marine Group. He's with Vice President of Technical and Regulatory Affairs for CLIA, Bud Dar. Joining us now is Bud Dar, Director of Technical and Regulatory Affairs with CLIA. Bud, welcome to Cruise Radio. Well, thanks for uh, inviting me to speak with you today. How active is CLIA in providing suggestions or recommendations when it comes to cruise line safety? Well, we're extremely proactive as an industry in developing best practices and policies and then sharing those with uh, the general public and with the regulators as well. And last week's IMO, International Maritime mm-hmm. Organization, Maritime Safety Committee, is an excellent example of that where many of our ideas uh, form the basis for the principal outcomes of that meeting. And in a nutshell, what kind of ideas did CLIA bring forth? What we did is we took the best practices and policies which we developed through the cruise industry operational safety review, and they were in areas such as the timing of musters, voyage planning, access to the navigating bridge, and also the carriage of additional life jackets on board. And we had fully refined and very practical policies uh, which we were able to share with the regulatory community. And what kind of people did you bring in? Um, Were they all internal folks or were there um, outside experts and stuff to help you kind of compile this list to provide to the IMO? That's a really good question. And we relied on both a a 
combination of internal resources from the staff within CLIA, mm-hmm. our cruise line experts from our, our membership, and also we're consulting with an external panel of experts that have four really world-renowned people for their expertise and experience in the areas of safety. Back home here, what kind of efforts are going on in D.C. regarding cruise line safety right now? Well, out of our office in Washington, we're directing the cruise industry operational safety review on behalf of our membership. We're also in close consultation with members of Congress and their staffs, as well as the regulatory agencies such as the U.S. Coast Guard. And that's on a very regular basis, and those efforts are ongoing. He is Bud Dar, Director of Technical and Regulatory Affairs for CLIA. Thanks for being on Cruise Radio. Thanks for having me. This is Cruise Radio. Vicki Garcia, Executive Vice President of Sales and Marketing for Cruise Planners. American Express is with us. Welcome to Cruise Radio, Vicki. Thank you so much. Thanks yeah. for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Vicki, as you know, it's been a few months since Costa Concordia, so we just want to take a few minutes and get your take on the consumer side of things. Post-January 13th, 2012, the night Costa Concordia Uh, The tragedy occurred off the Tuscan coast. How's consumer confidence when it comes to taking a cruise vacation? Well, you know, we've really never lost. We've never seen a a slacking number there in terms of consumer confidence. We've had great numbers. Um, I mean, I think some people have slowed down in terms of, in general, waiting for some pricing um, about a month after it happened. But we're seeing strong numbers, uh, strong bookings coming in in terms of, of cruisers. People aren't worried about safety on board anymore. Well, there's been some real steals out there when it comes to European cruise pricing, like airfare bundled into the cost of the cruise and such. Do you think these lower low prices are a ripple effect from Costa Concordia? You know, I think the interesting thing is with Europe is what we're seeing is, yeah, cruise pricing is so attractive right now. I mean, it's, it's, you almost can't stay home for the price of going on a Europe cruise. However, that being said, air pricing is just what's making it so complicated. I don't think it's anything to do with Costa Concordia. You look at air pricing right now, and it's just so expensive that, sure, you can get some bundles, but for the most part, it's because the cruise is having to kind of compensate, you know, take the hit on the price to accommodate for the air. So I would just wish we'd find, um, you know, better, better pricing in terms of getting airfare over to Europe right now. All right. After Costa Concordia, CLIA, which, for those who don't know, is the Cruise Lines International Association, they formed the Cruise Industry Operational Safety Review Vicki, from the consumer standpoint, how important are these safety reviews? You know, I think it's it's critical. I mean, we're we're, in a, we're definitely at a different point in time where people think of different things, whether it be Costa Concordia incident or other situations at sea. And I think, again, either A, consumer confidence, travel agent confidence to know that there is standardization and that the, the policies and what's happening is put out there. It's in writing. It's not hidden somewhere. So people are thinking, oh, my God, it's an international line and what could happen out there is that the fact that it's regulated now and, and that there is standardization, I think, is very, very important. Vicki, what are companies like yours, cruise planners, doing to make sure your clients and agents are well informed about how safe cruise travel is? Yeah, we, I mean, we've, since the day Concordia happened, I mean, literally that next morning, I don't think I slept for two days, trying to get information and really working with CLIA. And it took them a little while to get something together, but I think now the information is there. They've done a great job at putting together Q&A for consumers, Q&A and training for travel agents. And we've just made sure to partner strongly with them, have that messaging on our websites, uh, in our documentation. You know, it's readily available to our travel advisors when they're talking to their customers. So if anyone feels uneasy, we've made that information readily available in layman's terms, not in you know technical jargon so much. Well, you can equate it to air travel. You know, it's still safer than driving in your car every day. 
we have more chances of, you know, crossing the street, right. you know, right here getting hit by a car than, than that happening. So, I mean, I know I personally have cruised over 70 times, would not think twice about it. And yes, I'm in the industry, but in those 70 plus times, I've never been in any kind of emergency situation or seen anything happen. Right on. She is Vicki Garcia, Executive Vice President of Sales and Marketing for Cruise Planners, American Express. Vicki, thank you so much for the info. We really appreciate it. Again, thanks for having me. Have a great day. Want to win $5,000 towards the trip of your choice? Yeah! Now through June 25th, log on to tripinsurance.com and click Conquer the World Sweepstakes to register to win five grand. Registration is simple and easy. Double your chances of winning by inviting your friends on Facebook and Twitter. You'll get an extra entry for every friend entered. 50 second place winners will walk away with the ultimate travel bag. Sit on the beach, hit the slopes, or see the glaciers of Alaska with tripinsurance.com's Conquer the World Sweepstakes. Get in a win at tripinsurance.com or cruiseradio.net. Joining us here on Cruise Radio is Mr. Joe Farrell, President and CEO of Resolve Marine Groups. Mr. Farrell, welcome to Cruise Radio. Uh, thank you very much, Doug. We enjoy it. This new facility here, $6.5 million invested. In a nutshell, and for the listeners, kind of explain what this $6.5 million investment was for. Well, the technology, although it's, it drops every month in the cost of technology, what we've brought to bear in this, in this facility is some stuff that is just cutting-edge uh, technology. And we've tied it all together uh, to all the different simulations we can do on different floors in the building. Well, CLIA member lines like um, Azamara, Celebrity, Royal Caribbean, Norwegian, they all utilize this facility. Specifically, what staff members use this? Mostly at this juncture, the officers, the deck officers. Um, yeah, and the reason for that is we, we are we are implementing uh, uh, we will be implementing the engineering uh, components. We don't have those in yet, but mostly the uh, deck officers, and we tie into uh, we also tie it into uh, the fire training. So we have other crew members as well. But just for the simulation, it's mostly the bridge officers and the like. Have you seen much changing uh, post Costa Concordia for training and recurrent training? I see it coming. I think it's going to be uh, legislated, I think, at some point. But with us, the training center that we've developed here is was before the cost of Concordia. Sure. This was all planned with uh, Royal Caribbean Celebrity in advance of that. These, the cruise industry has been very proactive in, in safety training. You know, that's unfortunate, that situation. It was, uh, I'd say, human a human. Humans, uh, we, we're not all perfect, and, and maybe that's it. Of course, it's still under an investigation, but from our perspective, it's, a, it's that's an anomaly uh, for sure. But, uh, you know, going forward, there's a greater place to, 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 to kind of vet people uh, in, these, in the simulator here, a lot less expensive. We were in the bridge simulator earlier, and I have to say, when the ship was uh, listing, it actually felt like the, the room was really moving. It was really cool. How accurate is the simulator to a real-life environment? Well, that's where a lot of the cost comes in, Doug. A lot of it is we spend uh, every model that we're using, uh, every ship is identical to the ship. We take the the uh, sea trial data. We try. We take the uh, real in uh, real time data from how the ship handles what's propulsion when you're at a uh, you know quarter power. That's exactly what the speed you're going to attain. When you get a wind out your starboard side at 15 knots, that that ship is going to have a little bit of a heel uh, to the port. Exactly, uh, the arithmetic model is incredible. That's where a lot of the money, a lot of the money comes in. The models are identical. The wind, the current, 
the sea state, everything is exactly to the very ship. It's not just, let's put on the wall these different uh, scenarios. It's exactly the model. If you put a 5,000 horsepower tugboat on the bow as you're docking, and it's at half power, it's exactly the energy that you're putting on the bow. It's incredible. And that's where a lot of the cost comes in, that mathematical model. Is there a liaison between the cruise lines and your company to kind of facilitate how they want to do things on the bridge? Yes, without a doubt. We've set up specifically with the uh, Royal Caribbean and Celebrity uh, and Azamar brands in mind. And, and the, what, what that means is you, the, you're saying the policy. Okay, when you're change of command, when, you're, when you're, your crew's getting off, one brand might be doing it a bit different than the other brand. Well, they're learning what their, where their differences are at our facility. They're saying, well, wait a minute, this is, you've got a better procedure in this one, but on this policy that we've got on this other brand, we've got something that's smoother, safer. So they're, they're tweaking it. So what we've done is customize for them what they, have, what they find is the best. And we want to do that for every, every industry going and every vessel going. In other words, if Carnival, if, if, when they come aboard, we do some firefighting with Carnival training with them now. We will go ahead and get their curriculums how they would want to do it, and we will tweak it. We're not going to put out something that isn't what they need uh, when when apply. Uh, and then obviously we don't. We will be going into others, uh, other industries. The cruise ship industry to us was the was the one we felt was the most uh, important, uh, given the cargo being carried. Most recently, they released the plans on how they're going to float Costa Concordia. I know it's like a competitor company of yours that's doing it, but is, is that pretty much how any blueprint would be to, to raise a ship like that? The Italian government, when we bid it, uh, you know, there's about five or six. In actual fact, there's less than that that had, you know, to that level. But uh, the Italian government wanted us to, uh, wanted it to be rolled upright. That was, a, that was a given. It could have been easier to cut it up in pieces. It would have been much more of an environmental mess. Sure. So we all went in there with the same, uh, the same goal as to how to roll the ship up. We had it uh, doing it something a little different, still putting tanks on. But, you know, there's only so many ways to skin a cat. So right. they're all very similar. But it's a challenging job, for sure. There's nothing that size ever been rolled up like this. Mr. Farrell, you were telling this story earlier downstairs, and you were talking to us, but you actually have a tie to the Titanic. Well, luckily, I don't have too good of a tie to it. Right. No, and in the old days, my my uh, grandmother was leaving Ireland uh, kind of to get away from the black and tan army that was really raising heck with the Irish, and she was leaving the country at 15, and came down to um, to Cork, Ireland, where the Titanic was. When her mother, they did 150 mile on a donkey car. When her mother found out she was going on a Titanic, she wouldn't allow her to do it. It said it didn't need the grace of God to keep it afloat. It was unsinkable. And my great-grandmother wouldn't allow us to be challenged the, the, the good Lord above. And she ended up coming on the Lusitania. It had its own story, yeah. as it turns out. Uh, but it's the irony in life, I think, now. Uh, here I am with one of the top training, cruise ship training centers of the world. And I'm sure as a Catholic girl, or a Catholic, but a, um Irish peasant in steerage, I probably wouldn't have been here if she was on the Titanic. Yeah, so here we go, an irony of life, huh, Doug? Life has a funny way of working things out. Your core business here is ship salvaging. What brought you into maritime training? That's a good question. A lot of people ask me that, Doug. Why would a guy who makes a living from disasters uh, trying to have a training center to stop disasters? And 
candidly, it was the right thing to do. I've been to more in, in a 30-plus year going to ship disasters, and there's so many needless disasters we felt we could do something. And on a side, side note, that by bringing these clients to see and learn from us and, and, and experience and trust us, they're also, they get to know that Resolve is a salver and worldwide uh, capabilities, and we are there for them when, if things should happen. Again, cruising is the safest thing you can do on the planet. He is the CEO and president of Resolve Marine Groups, Mr. Joe Farrell. Thank you so much for being on Cruise Radio. Thank you for uh, taking the time to be here. We enjoy it. All right, that's going to do it. Don't forget, we have a Cruise Radio app. Everything you want, need, and love about Cruise Radio in the palm of your hands. Just go to your smartphone app store and search Cruise Radio Live. And stay abreast of all the very latest cruise news. Simply go to cruiseradio.net, and in the upper right-hand corner, fill out your email address where it says subscribe to Cruise News Updates. And certainly, you got to be with us during our 12-night Mediterranean cruise aboard the brand-new Carnival Breeze through our Facebook page, Twitter, and, of course, at cruiseradio.net. On behalf of Doug Parker, I'm Matt Bassford. This is Cruise Radio. Thanks for listening to Cruise Radio. For information on how your company can reach over 100,000 travel enthusiasts a week, Email sales at cruiseradio.net. Find Cruise Radio on iTunes, Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn. Just search Cruise Radio.